You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. enjoying you know scanning in homework and emailing it to teachers i'm not enjoying that class duo is on pivot uh google classroom is on pivot uh alerts is coming on my phone i'm always checking the news i don't know what's going on this election is going to be wild it's just a wild time and i just want you guys to know that i am here with you Thank you for tuning back into Cozy Moon Podcast. Hey guys, just a reminder, there is Mama's Cozy Closet that has some merch on there for moms out there. So if you're interested in getting a cute sweatshirt, that kids again, getting a cute sweatshirt, um, a fanny pack or a mug, I got some goodies on there for you guys. All right, peace. you here because I wanted to do this cozy room episode with you for season nine this is episode 23 the topic that I picked is um child abuse leads to insecure adults Mm. um because there's all to me there's always a link there if people don't unlearn or correct or um take through what that is Mm. And um, just wanted to welcome you to Cozy Moon Podcast. Break. Hey, hey y'all. How <laughs> hey, um, y'all. Hey. Drake is a part of my pod family. His podcast is Everything Culture. That's what and, I ate. Everything. Uh, yes, everything. In Drake's profession, he is hands on with families who deal with some form of abuse, which makes him perfect for this topic. And um, um, you can find everything culture on IG, spelled just like I always said it. And you can find everything culture on Twitter, spelled E V E R Y T H G B U L T R E. Say that. Right. So Drake, can you tell us about yourself and tell us what you do for a living and what do you think about this topic? Um, absolutely. Once again, thank you for having me here, Shan. Um, a little bit about myself. Once again, I am Drake or Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, um, podcast about different learning different cultures, backgrounds, and traditions. 
and and, and so we will stop hating one another, start loving one another, when we start understanding one another. But what I've done, what I do now, I'm in human resources, people and culture. I um, prior to this, I was more and more in the community in Houston. I live in Seattle now, but I work for an organization known as Child Advocates, better known as CASA, serving as a court-appointed special advocate where we train volunteers that serve in the best interests of children that's been abused and neglected. Um, so we're like a middleman, a third party. We actually is a third, we're a third party that represented the best interests of kids. So you have CPS, then you have the parent, then you have us in the middle. Our main goal is make sure this child needs are being met no matter where they go. Um, so I was there for eight years. Once again, I was in recruitment training retention for six years. And I was an advocacy coordinator, which is like a supervisor for the volunteers for two to three years, three years. And I will prior to that, I was at the state of Texas as a conservatorship two worker or basically CPS worker where I created family plans followed the family plans, checked in with the parents after the custody, after the children were removed from the home, that's when I became the caseworker. And I was involved in court, doing drug testing, urinalysis, hair follicles, um, going to therapy, looking at reading therapy notes, individual to family, to um, seeing parents in jail, you know, transporting kids if necessary. Um, I'll, I can't get into that, all the details of what I've done within that position. Then prior to that, I was a student at University of Houston, majoring in psychology, um, minor in sociology, with emphasis on industrial organization and child development. And before that, I was a, a TJC, got my associates, Tyler Junior College, high school graduate, out of East Texas, Tyler, Texas to be exact, Cujo representer. You know, and I grew up in a very in a home where I had I had substance abuse in my home. You know, I've had emotional abuse. I I was I've lived with I was taken in, so I was raised by a, a kin or you know a family member part of my life. And I saw quite a few different things in my lifetime where you know it's a blessing for me to be here today. So I can I would say that kind of pushed me or empowered me to go into the career path that I chose, you know, um, and I, I'm happy to be here. I'm able to mentor, touch numerous families, um, hundreds of children, and make a true difference and impact within my community. Love you. Everything I wanted to ask you, answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you threw it out there, so I had to put it together. Okay. Um, but you can ask me again. I always can go in detail with it. You know me. I can go. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the connection between child abuse and insecure adults? Ooh, you'll go straight to the title. You could give me the full general question. Um, <laughs> I like when, when you say insecure adults and child abuse. It's 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 unresolved child abuse because yeah. just because of somebody's experience in their life doesn't mean they have to be a result of that. If that's the case, I should be all type of fucked up. You know. Yeah. Heavily, heavily. But thankfully, if I've had therapy, I've had my Jesus. You know, first I should have said Jesus. First I had God because without prayer. And and I tell people all the time just because I say, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. I'm a follower. I believe he died for our sins. At, at some things in my life that I haven't shared um, on even everything culture yet, y'all, the people who know me and the adults that know me, they know I've been through a lot in life. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, woe is me. I'm kind of one of those people that you don't, I don't make excuses to make results. You know, that's what I try to focus on. But I'm, I'm saying all this to show like it's a you have to break that cycle. It, it's a cycle. So if it's never resolved, yeah, it's going to happen again. They're, people are going to do what they see. That people going to um, act out their behavior, what they know. Why would they do anything different? You know? Yeah they're going to do it different they're going to be they're going to mimic one of their parents or something they saw because it's a survival instinct um, to an extent um you may see some women be more that had child abuse or and we have to include neglect as well that's something we many people forget it's not when we think talk about child abuse you have to include neglect 
you know, you know, from medical to emotional, physical, you name it. Um, but if you have a parent that in, in the work that I've done within child protective service, social work, it, it's, it's sad because you look at the, what the parents go through and I have to train other adults that when they come to volunteer to understand that get to know the family don't come in judging already you're gonna you're gonna read this paperwork you're gonna read this whole affidavit and you know nine times unfortunately well, i'm gonna give it let me give it to you some leeway. no i'm not nine times ten is because you have to show why you're removing these kids in the first place and it is going to show that usually the parent was horrible the parent did some bad things and you know sometimes it's going to be realistic sometimes it's going to be like i've seen some people say some crazy stuff i'm like i know this couldn't have happened i've seen some stuff that i've said i know this couldn't happen and it actually happened but the point I'm getting at is when you read it, most normal people that's not part of this work uh, line of work, they're going to think, oh, they, we got to save these babies. These parents are horrible people, blah, 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 blah. But you have to come from a level mindset and then like, OK, what happened to this parent? I got to sit down and talk to this person because at one time in their life, there was a child as well. And but we also got so we got to look at the grandparent. And I've seen not in nowhere near every time, but I've seen numerous times that they it was some type of abuse in the grandparents' home as well towards that parent, or that parent felt like they were they were neglected in their life, and the grandparent was you know the grandmother worked all the time and didn't pay attention to the grandfather sexual molesting the you know the child and you know and and when you see parents like you can put I've seen parents numerous times that you can put my put my kid in foster care but do not give them to my parents and guess who calls CPS? the parents the grandparents want to call CPS. I've seen some bad, it's, it's some fucked up relationships, even into adulthood. Um, it, it, that's why I don't like drama. Um, You've seen it, enough. When people experience enough, you want a calm. You deserve a calm. And you gravitate, gravitate towards people who are at a calm. Exactly. So I like boring shit. I don't mind. I, do, <laughs> I, don't, I would say I love boring shit. I love sci-fi stuff that i ain't gotta worry about because y'all it's a crazy world out here but it's and because it, i see this happening and i i empathize with the parent that's one thing i would say with my i don't judge them well i judge them everybody judge somebody i'm not being prejudiced towards them though because i really want to know where did you come from okay when you sit down and ask somebody and that's what we do in everything culture what's your backstory tell me about yourself you know you know, how were you raised? Where did you come from? How were you disciplined growing up? Were you the middle child? Did you feel like you got enough attention? And we, we do it in a fun way, but it's really getting to understand people. Because when some of these adults and these parents get to sit down and have these conversations that CPS workers are, that's why I, I get a lot of this from the training and, you know, work in the work I've had. But you understand some parents will sit down and look at themselves, and it's hard to look at yourself sometimes in that mirror, you know, when you realize you did something that's wrong or hurt your children. I don't think majority of parents want to hurt their kids, but hurt people hurt people. I say that time and time again. I think I said it before when we started this is like earlier. It's like, and it's real hurt people hurt people. And unfortunately the kids are the one that are getting hurt or being neglected or forgotten about. As a mom, as a single mom, you know, always being it and having to deal with outside stresses that don't come from your kid. Right. I can feel myself uh, uh, transferring my stress and my energy and my tone. I can yeah. feel myself, you know, you spilled water on my table. It's really aggressive, but it's really not a big deal because it's water. But it's really aggressive because I'm thinking about all these other things yep. on top of you spilling this water. And that's the same thing that happens with, you know, you want to stop a child, you grab them too hard because that aggression is coming from somewhere else. You want to get someone's attention, you do something dramatic and instantly you regret what you did. It displaced anger or yeah. frustration. It's displaced, okay? Yeah. And that's how a lot of child abuse happen. And that's the whole point of talking to them because a lot of it comes from stress. And a lot, of, and you see, like you say, single parent homes, like I've seen mothers that's raising eight kids, okay? 
My neighbor was like that at my old house. She had she had seven kids, and her two year old was always outside in the middle of the street by himself. And it's a situation where uh, it it goes to that village mindset, you know, like. I don't, I don't, I don't want to come off judging anyone, but you know, some people are like, so where's the daddy? You know, mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that um, Western theology of a family, you know, because anything can make up a family. You know, yeah. I wasn't raised by the way. I was, I'm not a, what quote unquote does everyone know what bastard mean? I know who my father is. I was not born out of wedlock. All those things people try to judge people for, mm-hmm. but my parents did not grow up. I, I was, they divorced when I was like three, two, three years old think you're three or four or something like that but going forward it was a situation where you know i'm seeing in these works it's usually it's i can't say you i say usually because we can go on percentages and stuff like that i didn't prepare for all that right now tonight but if you would like me to bring this stuff up i will (laughs) but i would say from experience i've seen a lot of single parent homes and when i say single parent the mother may even know where the dad is at, but they don't have the best relationship. And it's just a lot of bickering. It's a lot of, you know, in Texas, marijuana, they try to find something. But if something happened to a child, understand, it's going to be an interview. It should be an investigation. And I said, and I emphasize, should be always. Yeah. Because you can't just take people, oh, nothing happened. You just don't understand. You just trying to... If you see the other side of CPS where you see kids dead, you'll change that use if you see the things that i've seen that whole tone of like i'll just let people be nah y'all quickly tell you to shut the fuck up i don't know if this is i know this is a cursing podcast but (laughs) it is it is one of them things where how do we get here you know some people she may have been looking for love people just leave people alone that's what it is that's how things get enabled to continue because there was a lady here about three weeks ago where she killed both of her kids by putting them in the oven and she was straight face not a tear not an expression in court like what we what you watching on netflix type of attention is kind of like that's what i be telling people i don't watch this shit on tv Mm because i've seen people like that in real life and i've seen people because we get in just in time because some parents have snapped. I, it's, and you can push a person so far. I've had mothers that used to tell us, and it, it pissed me off so much. And she was right though. This woman had like 10, 11 kids. She was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live off, you know, if I go to work, it's not gonna make sense. The price of um, daycare, I can't work anywhere with my education. Of I don't think she even graduated high school. Of doing that and i'm like man how can you know i'm not trying to judge this woman but in society but society we should take care of each other whatever the case may be that's what true christians work for you know idealistically we want everybody to be perfect and god and you know unlike jesus but we don't have that right now we don't have that in this not even right now we have never had that so how can we help the situation now and that's where it comes into the you know, if when it be political, you being more liberal now. You know, how can we help this person that really can't help themselves because they put themselves in a situation? Um, and it, it's just, I'm big on helping people. That's how we were talking about earlier, talking about homelessness and things. I want to help you help yourself. Okay. Yeah. But if you keep doing the same things and you keep having kids, and that's something we see at CPS, it's sad because I hope I'm not rambling. That's why I say. So but let, everything let me, is a part of like what I'm getting at because I know, but let me let me let me so answering first. I hope I answered earlier because when it comes down to breaking that, you have to break that cycle. You have yeah. to break that cycle. You have to give them new skills to relearn how to make a difference, it, and that correlate with anything from child abuse to neglect to um income education education is key at the end of the day mm-hmm. once you you know if you knew better you do better and we'll that's almost a tech a technique a lot of um things happen with, with children and types of abuse and neglect is because they need parenting classes they need and what's the type in like if you want to find a different type of parenting classes you should 
you shouldn't just, it shouldn't be to be one complete gamut one, one just simple this is how to be a parent no if you raise a certain type of if you have a child with special needs there's certain type of um classes for that if you want to go to a black how you raise in certain households it's classes for that if you want to it's certain ways we communicate that is fine but parenting yeah. like learning new skills and new ways to parent your child is going to be ideal other than because some people just know just be nasty or ignoring them or that's why i that's why i, that's why I do mom. cozy wound because there's Trust not... me, I know, and that's why I be. If you didn't recognize, I used to shout you out with cozy womb more than I shout you out. Then she gets it. Anything else? Because like with cozy womb, I like I love that. I love them both, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's needed. That is yeah. surely needed. Seriously. Yeah, people think this is how you're supposed to raise a kid, and if you don't raise a kid, you're a horrible parent, and it's not that. Correct. Just like Absolutely. the times evolve, we have to evolve as parents because. We're either gonna have kids that are stuck, kids that are lost, or parents that cannot connect with the kids and I don't want strangers in my house. Cause they're going to go to strangers too. Let me tell you that right now. Yeah. You know, we've all, if they're not gonna learn from their parent, they're gonna learn from the world. They're gonna learn from somewhere else. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. So you should try to fill them up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You should. And you try to fill them, you know, it, and now let me take that back. You should try to fill them up but y'all should, should direct them how they want to be filled because I don't want my child being prejudiced and a bigot because I think that's how a lot of races are created from their parents. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to see anything outside of their circle, yeah. you know. Um, but hey, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But, but that's why I'm big on like, um, what are you eating, mom? I'm eating this. What is that? It's this. Uh, that's nasty. Well, why is it nasty, Anya? It just mm-hmm. looks like it's nasty. Well, you can't say something is nasty if you haven't tasted it, if you haven't tried it. And a lot of parents don't dig I'm into... Sometime. I'm still childish sometimes. Listen, <laughs> a lot of parents don't dig into exposing their children to trying different. And then you wait till you get to like adult ages, you're trying to date. And all the, all this person that I'm dating wants to do is go out for chicken wings and french fries. Become a... Listen, there's more, <laughs> there's more to life than chicken wings and french fries. We don't need you to try yeah. different things. So I'm just, That's you know, how my brother is. Listen, my brother try- doesn't eat anything but fried chicken, like strips or nuggets. It's madness. And potato salad and mashed potatoes. It's madness. I have one kid that will try different foods and I have another kid that's like straight American. She don't want no jerk chicken. She don't want to try no goat. She don't want to um, try no stew peas. Give me the french fries and the chicken. She will clean and the get chicken. Get out of my face. I'm just like, girl, you got to try different things. And her dad's like that too. So, well, it's you a know, and I don't know how often, how much contact she has with her dad, but kids going to mimic what they see. And oh, with yeah. the, man, and I can tell my relationship with my father. It's scary. Me and my father, we didn't speak for from the age I was 12. Okay, my mother. Okay, man, from that man, from that. My mother died when I was like fourteen, mm-hmm. and it was like maybe a year before. So it's probably like thirteen to like twenty eight, twenty nine. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to my dad. So about fifteen years, like like we will see each other and still don't speak. Like we'll be in different rooms, and just because he had that prideful mindset, and I'm like I'm the son, I need to answer. You know, even though even though I fucked up, you still the son. Yeah. You know, like nigga. Fuck you. My, my, <laughs> that dad was my, mindset. That. my dad had that and um I mentally wrote him off as like deceased when I was fifteen and he died when I was eighteen on my way to c- class in college and I, I just shrugged it because it's kind of like sir, I already dealt with that loss you, you feel me? a long time ago. And but still y'all was gotta deal with it properly emotionally but yeah. you, you never know when it may hit you. You know, I'm just being blunt with you. Oh, yeah. And what made me like start speaking to him again with like I used to talk so much shit about him and I heard one of my uh, homeboys um, brother one of my homeboys his brother didn't have a relationship with their dad and he was just mm-hmm. the party he was just going on talk to this this and that and I had to go to my folks and my wife like do I sound like that they're like not as bad as he does but you can get on that rant sometime I'm like oh man let me fix that you know yeah. only way I can fix that is for me to talk to the man you know yeah. and we talk now and I'm like 
and I, I and I at this age at 34 I consider myself I can't I, I don't even say like I mean it but I, 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 I've been hearing it all my life but I have to say I'm wiser than most people around me mm-hmm. and I, you know I'm I, you know, I take it how you want to take it but I was like damn we sound so much like so many mannerisms and so many even a thought process about shit we gotta like and it's been years since we've been around each other just imagine if we had that type of relationship like and it's something like we could have the same but at the same time we could be hit with the same crossroads in life mm-hmm. he'll take this path i'll take that path and we'll be having our conversations about stuff and i'm like man you know you sound like you used to do the same thing when i was coming up but instead of me saying fuck the motherfuckers because they want to feel me i was kind of quiet and i was cool i didn't i you know that whole keeping it real goes wrong sometimes i don't keep it real all the time i'm like okay i'll let y'all have that one cool yeah. i got my pen shut my mouth but guess who get the check at the end of the day i do because <laughs> the, you know yeah but it's certain type of things like that that it affects children you know yeah. me being like but it could affect in a related other thing i don't have i didn't want to have kids for the longest guy and me none of my other brothers have kids except for my youngest one because we like we don't want to be like our daddy we've listen, all said it. we've listen, all said that my um second kid's dad uh that was always his fear is if i have kids and when i have kids i'm not gonna be like my dad so for him his mom and his dad were together and while they were together he had multiple kids with other women Mm. and because he's from milwaukee the other kids that he had he's closer to them and he never really focused on building a relationship with him so he yeah, always felt yeah. like the black sheep of the family when really in all actuality you were first mm-hmm. so fast forward now quite often as well that's where now i was speaking to him while he was in a relationship that he lied to me about we mm-hmm. built the relationship for on and off for like 15 plus years we have mm-hmm. a kid within his relationship that he's in both of the kids previously that he has in that relationship feel like this is my dad's home we always live here he's always been here because our daughter is three i really push like the time that she spends with me should be equal to the time she spends with you the relationship that you have with her should be equal i'm not stepping in the way of that ever i don't want to step in the way of that you know have y'all bond because I don't want her to grow up feeling like she's an outside kid and he treats these kids better than yours. And he spent so many years trying to not be his father, but end up kind of like going into his father's footsteps of having multiple kids with different people and having a child outside the household. That's why I was kind of like, you can't fault who your father is. That's who he is, but you have to build up the walls of feeling like my dad is not this he's a horrible person because that's telling you that you're a horrible person right the only, yeah, as yeah, a man yeah. that has kids you have to take it upon yourself to build that bridge because he allows so much pride to go past and so much time to not build that and then he has siblings that he knows where they live and he doesn't talk to them why don't yeah. you talk to them so it's, 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 it's wild how many it's people crazy. avoid things and end up doing the same thing. Yeah. And, well, I ain't doing it. So I, ain't, I don't have any other kids <laughs> out here running around. I'm, you know, mm-mm. but yeah. I, I know it's, that's why I say you got some kids that grow up, like my mother, um, she abused substances. Mm-hmm. I think my body won't allow me to get there. Like, yeah. got a few, like, I, I, I like being in control of everything. Um, breaking the cycle of financial uh, literacy, uh, illiteracy, I would say. Yeah. I'm like, man, I was raised not to pay bills. I was raised like spend money and be irresponsible in pawn shops and rent a center and bad credit. That's I was not just what I saw. It was like, this is what you do. This is how you survive. You feel me? So when did you and, get to a point where you wanted to unlearn those things are used? that i have to i I learned it i always had different skills like 
in different ways. I'm telling I've always had a different way of thinking. That's why I say I have to say I have wisdom. It's it's crazy. I tell my wife, my wife, oh no, my wife, I tell my wife, but I used to tell her, my, my, my little brother took the path of my mother mm-hmm. and I kind of took a path of myself. That's all I can say. I took a path, of, I have had a lot of other male role models and influences mm-hmm. in my life and I kind of look, I look a little bit at everyone, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. All right. Yeah. But my mom used to tell stories to me and my brother, like how she used to like get in trouble. Like she was like, get a bobby pin and like poke people with it like and i used to like what the fuck is wrong with you i used to be like why my brother and her used to laugh and think that's funny and like oh brandon you're yeah. like you just don't understand i'm like y'all are fucking crazy, y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm like, psychopaths and shit yeah. said at a young age and i was wrong but it is not you know saying anything negative towards them but it was it was a certain type of bond they had but when i say i let's say like I mean, I want to say maybe 10, fifth grade, fifth, sixth grade is when I started, when I started saving money, when I started putting money aside. And I'm talking about, I used to go and like sell little bootleg CDs and candy at school. And I've come back with like $25 a day. And being that young, it was pretty cool being 11 years old. And I never forget, I saw my mom steal out my pocket. I still out my wallet before that, like, that was like an impactful moment in my life. And I like, and I, and I had to start at a young age, I ended up talking back to adults, you know, because I start seeing adults ain't shit, you know? And because they, and that's why I always never put people on pedestals. Cause at the end of the day, you're still a person. Yeah. And I may even look at it as that, you know, I talk back mouthy, but I was never, and I would say, am I wrong though? And when I see my little nephews trying to do it with me, I'm like, Tell me why. And they got Google now. They got Google. I'm like, shit, I ain't already with that shit. You know, we were respected, but I'm like, I always thank you, Tim, but you got just the way you hold yourself when you do it. But yeah. When I went, I wanted to go, I knew I wanted to go to college, like young in middle school. I knew I wanted to go to college. That was one of my goals. Like, I see, I mean, I only know two of the people in my family that's went. I want to have a certain um, position to get a certain job so I can at least be educated and see something different. And after my mother passed, I was like, okay, I'm living with my, well, I started living with my aunt before my mother passed. But after my mother passed, I was like, man, my aunt was like, well, but you know, she did all that she could do. And I lived well and I was, I ate very well and I was dressed well, you know, in high school. And I was able to participate in certain activities and go on certain trips. And that was a great thing. But she would say, "Babe, I don't know. How, you don't know how you go to college. You better get you a scholarship or something. You got to do something." I like, well, I ain't gonna take it as a bluff. I'm gonna take it for real. So I started saving money. Um, I started, you know, I had a bank account at the uh, 15 because I look old as hell. They didn't check my. They thought it was an ID when it was a like that little, you know, that little thing you get when you're young and it's not a real ID. Um, and I'm like, man, I, I started working at pawn shops. And I worked at a pawn shop and I started seeing people come in and how these people just eat their money up and throw their money away. And I'm like, I don't want to be that, you know? I see my mother do it. I see my other cousins do it. I don't want to be that. And now it's like paying off debt, living with investing, you know, <laughs> having a true savings account where, and I had, I had, I used to have savings when I was a kid with like that rainy day fund, something come up and I'm like, I got it. Money you can push and slide away. When I, somebody needs something in the family, there's no emergency, we got it, you know? Yeah. But finding that peace, getting ahead of things, you know? And I'm one of those guys that I don't talk about it. I don't shame other people for not knowing it either. That's what that's what kills me. It, I, I don't I don't, I don't don't like people. I don't, I don't like that mindset that I need to shame you so you can do better. Yeah, a lot of people do I, it. And uh, I think that's what gives, quote unquote, good people in the family a bad name. When yeah. instead of instead of them teach what they Absolutely. learned for better habits, they look down and point fingers on, and they like to live in this prideful space of this is why I'm. I've been perfect all my life. Right, look, and that's, that's not true. Down. And and my thing is, and you know, some people may never had to do with it, but I'm one of these people that I've been there as a child. You know, I've been there. You know, I have been on the food stamps i've had like i'm talking about the stamps the one you actually got to put in the book and tear out and stuff 
yeah. I, I've had the wick. You know, I know this. You know, I don't. I'm not just, just talking. I'm not capping. You know, I'm thrilled about this. And now I'm at a different position in life. Okay, let me teach. Like when I bring my look and I teach with the kids. You know, teach them how to say what you're gonna do. Okay, I gave you a hundred dollars. What you about to do with it? You know, you wanna, you wanna yeah, we about to go hit this, 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 and up here. We got three places you wanna go. Okay, I'm taking care of two places. Y'all still wanna go to the third one. I ain't paying for the third one. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we can go out to eat or we can go cook something at the house. I, I, we got the groceries, you know, I'll show you how to cook and I show all these, it's breaking them down how to do it. Life skills. You feel me? And I, it's, it's one, one, I pray for that boy so fucking much. Okay. <laughs> Cause I don't like, he get, I'm seeing him getting older and that the other ones, they got little breakdowns here and there, but that one, he wake up late. He want to do the most. He don't want to clean up. He don't want to do the dishes. Like he, he, he play the game. The I'm like, they always want the most. And I'm like, but he's also the one that's had the most neglect in, in all the other boys. Cause I know, I know him, you know, mm-hmm. his mother was substance. She was a prostitute, substance abuse, all these things. And, you know, he grew up a lot. He's, he's already behind in school. He's not, like I say, he, he's not, he's, he doesn't favor school, but he's smart. He know how to put a video game. He know how to play these damn video games. Like, I felt like old as hell saying, you know how to play these video games. Yeah. You know, and, the, and these, <laughs> these games are, comp- these games are complex. They're yeah. not just for the simpletons. You know, he knows how to do these things. He just don't want to imply himself in certain ways. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm already thinking. School is not his thing. I'm already telling his dad, you need to find him a craft. You need to find him mm-hmm. something, that, a skill, a trade, something he can get into, what he like. You need to focus on that. Because daddy didn't like school. His daddy, you know, got his GED uh, in his late 20s and all that. And, you know, it's nothing, you know, knocking that. But I'm like, what's his plan? What are we going to do? And that's why you have different cultures that take upon different types of education, which is where most black people and minorities lack those options because they're this, this magical place where you can send your child to a Montessori school where they're in a classroom of 12 kids all different ages and the kids help cultivate the learning just as well as the teacher yes yes and and then kids learn better that way because they're more hands-on it's not really this is a book this is what you're writing every child don't learn learn that way but not everybody can afford a montessori school absolutely and and that's the system i never blame the parent i always blame the system because that's the other thing we look at CPS. Going back to that, it's like, man, child abuse. Where did you learn how to raise your How did you learn how to raise your kids? And that's for, like, me, that's for me, imagine having one, one parent that's really like, I'm about to hit you until you get it. And another mm-hmm. parent that was one of 13 that doesn't believe in any type of system. Yeah. And as a kid, you have to learn how to balance out yourself because um, if you spend more time on one than the other, you kind of feel like, man, I wish this parent gave me more limits. Man, I wish this parent told me no more instead of giving me all these yeses. Maybe I would have mm-hmm. been able to do X, Y, and Z. And uh, the way that I parent is from that where I try to give my kids balance. you know i do believe in the leathers but i also (laughs) believe in like having a discussion about the why behind why i do things a certain way because maybe that'll help you with something else because i'm happy that i live in a generation of parents who don't mind a child saying why yeah and it it was some back there too but it wasn't a lot because um I, I, I oh my god we've had several parents come on the show mm-hmm. and one was said it best it's some things that i one thing one thing is like i can talk to my child about the other thing when i tell you to do it do it and it's like yeah. different like that wasn't a discussion point right here there's yeah. something needs to be done because uh, i was that kid i asked why why it doesn't make sense to me explain it something has to go on like if we're not doing this like and i and once again i was when that kid asked adults like if you just said you told me so and so you didn't have any money but why are you going 
and you say you about to go um listen to that's no, that's why it's six-year-old she went on the playground yesterday and told some boy that she got an ipad but my mom won't buy me more apps because she broke <laughs> Yeah, I, I would see, 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 it, <laughs> see, I, I wasn't a challenge of that, but I was like, I, I said, you know, once again, my mother, and this is something I'll talk about when I've been in therapy, my mother, and she apologized, and I'm glad I was able to have that um, closure that she apologized. She was like, she literally made favors between me and my brother, and it was my little brother. And she, and like, I mean, I, I would say, I tell people, um, once you do, I'll never forget when she told me it. You know, she like straight up was sitting on a, bin, a, a picnic table under the switch tree we used to have. Mm-hmm. And she was like smoking a cigarette. And she like, in verbatim, I fucked up. Like, I really mm-hmm. fucked up. And me, once again, I was, and it was to that point that she, the relationship between me and her was so fucked up. It was like, I was like maybe sixth, seventh grade. And I like, you did. You really did. Like I was like I agree with it wholeheartedly. I was like you fucked up. Like I mean, because my it was to the point my brother got in so much trouble, and it kind of just snapped. Like I always thought Brandon was lying, and you know what Drake, what Drake is lying. And he's putting all this stuff on him, and I thought you just picking on him and stuff like that. I thought you were just being a bad big brother. And I'm like, nah, motherfucker, been telling you this for yeah. years now. Even other family members were telling you that. It was like to the point where my brother was like go to the point of hitting me or punching me or doing something like several times and I hit him one I, it didn't take me like one good one in the chest he'll go crying and I get a full beating for it other family members will see this and be like and they'll like come to my room like what the fuck is wrong with you hitting on him like that yeah. you know but it was to that point where parents and that's why I say with my cousins I see this stuff in my family and I'm like stop putting these kids against each other stop pitting them you know we, we we can't win that way you know yeah. I, I i see this in in that like it's a micro um microism of the family it's the same thing within the black community it's the same thing within the world in total yeah. why we have to why it always have to be somebody compete with somebody for us somebody to be successful you see on twitter this this female artist is not you know good like this female artist i'm kind of like why is that has to be a thing it, it's, it's, it's with the men it's with the women it's always comparison I see it in it with even our dysfunctional family I'm like yeah. I don't care yeah. everybody can eat you don't have to have that mindset of it's something that's scarce because it's not Yeah, it's not it's a different and that's why I never want that's why I say when I sometimes see these things I'm like I can laugh I can joke I can play but I see things, but that's the mindset. Is it that's is that's the curse? That's the curse we have being kicked out in the garden eating, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I don't want to get too philosophical, um, philosophical with it. But I'm like, man, I just got to be the best person I can be. And like, but the, I can tell my story is that, man. I but I could be abused. I, I used to like when we were talking about energies early, earlier when you're talking about sometimes you have some frustration at work at school or work or school or and your kids ask for spill some water you kind of go off yeah one thing we ask these parents like man so what happened what mindset was we asked them what's kind of day going and good good social workers do that mm-hmm. see that police officers that's why police shouldn't be there because sometimes they dealing with frustration and shit too and they come in and make the situation so much fucking worse yeah. You have to de-escalate it, okay? You can't come into somebody's house and they frustrated, got three, four kids running around yelling, screaming, doing all of this and doing all that, and now you there and you expect everything to stop because you there and shit. When they yeah. barely got, you like, pay it to fucking attention. Read the room, motherfucker. You feel me? But that's if they care to read the room. Exactly, but because at the same time, they got four, five other kids they need to see within the next hour that's across fucking town left and right. They got their yeah. own kids at their damn house. They ain't getting paid enough money, this and this and that everybody losing yeah that's how the system is and that trust me i'm giving you a little little tidbit of the series mm-hmm. of episodes i'm trying to do that have actual caseworkers judges attorneys to come on and have these conversations because i've seen caseworkers do the absolute wrong thing mm. and you know because you know is that people, because it's a shortcut yeah, it's a shortcut, and some of these like fuck these sorry ass parents, bitch ass. You know they they got that mindset. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, same thing, same thing with teachers. Agree. Why but are you calling the cops before you give this child point. space or a time? My, 
my point that's my point it's into institutionalized racism in child welfare it is and that's like i want to talk but then it's some then they start hiring a bunch of black caseworkers a lot majority of cps workers that i knew where i'm from was african-american women but they still need to be qualified i know one and oh i hate that. same thing i know one of the worst attorneys i know is an african-american woman this bitch cyrus head she she done more bad for black women than any other white attorney i can think of in harris county I know a caseworker. Oh, oh, she didn't. I think she. I don't see how she's still a caseworker. It's hard to fire someone as long as you. Because I was one of the ones that I cared, mm-hmm. you know. But I was frustrated. I get tired. I get burned out, and that's why I, I was the whole point I'm getting at. The energy. I would come home and I'd tell my girlfriend at the time, my wife, was I need some space. At that time, she didn't understand that. I needed like right here. If I just got off of work and I was working for the state and I came and try to do, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't. You would see. You would see no smile. You would see this tone. I would be. You will. You will. I would give off such. And that's why I. And I started going to therapy because of my job. That's the point. I had to that's why therapists I, go to therapy. Man, I'm talking about. It was too bad. To, I couldn't move my neck. Sometime at work, I was so stressed out. I was like, I would like tense up. I like, what the fuck is going on with me? Because after seeing all these parents argue about stupid shit in front of the kids attorney then they go in there lie. I, I'm like oh my goodness hug a caseworker when you see a caseworker fuck all that alright but you got some caseworkers that you know what not my problem I've, I've the first time I seen a caseworker get jumped on by a parent and it wasn't often at all but it was like the foster parent like spanked the kid foster parents are not supposed to spank kids like and it was over some bullshit to be, or either, like she did. It was some bullshit. It was some bullshit. Let me say that again. And the caseworker told the parent during the visit, "Your kid, you no, not your kid should be acting up. You shouldn't put your kids in the situation in the first place." Bitch, have you lost your mind? Mm-hmm. Caseworker, caseworker went to the restroom. Parent followed right behind her and whooped her ass in that corner. Like, and I was like, that guy, like me, being one of the guys, come in there and help. You know, I like. Yeah. I'm too new to do with this, and she kind of deserves <laughs> it. When I find out, you know, I I, I shouldn't step in a woman's restroom. That was all. I was like, well, like you got a pocket for that, so you have to be realistic. Then you, uh, the other time, uh, some people just if you don't want to do the work, cause it's a check, and you have some people, you know, you just dot the, you know, you just check the boxes. Yeah, I feel like that work is more than just checking boxes. There's certain work thing. that you can't do that in. Yeah, if you go back and listen to our episode college dropout we kind of talk about that some teachers don't want to teach kids so i'm like that's not my problem i talked about that man and and it's oh look and look what these parents dealing with now they don't want to teach their kids either i was like and but it's 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 hard it's a social issue It, it truly is especially if you're a low income parent or matter of fact, I'm talking to the kids. If you're a low-income child like I was, mm-hmm. the system is not built for you to succeed. It's yeah. not. It's not. And that's what child because it goes back to child abuse. Because once the child abuse happened and these kids um and, and neglect happened, and okay, it, it 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 it's happening. How do I overcome it? And I have to. I have a whole new battle. But then. Yeah. Who, what did my parents go through? Because you know what? My dad did all this bullshit because my the stories I hear about my dad, with his dad, his daddy tried to kill his ass. when he First time he saw his son, he tried to kill my daddy. Just beat his ass for no fucking reason, right off a train. And part of me is like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but the other side of me, no excuse for me, nigga. Like, you know, but, I, but I, me being my work and my profession, I understand where your pain coming from. But should should I should should I allow you to excuse it with me? Because no. I, I don't my feel like kids, anybody deserves an excuse. But when you get to a point where you see it, you know that you're in a position to be accountable because physical abuse, sexual abuse, neglect be the main one that have adults today. You know why I'm yeah, blowing up your why, Listen, why am I blowing up your phone a hundred times in two minutes? Why am I um, 
popping up at your house accusing you of X, Y, and Z? Why am I uh, holding a child hostage away from a parent because we have a bad communication? And that's an insecurity. It is. That's why I just said it's insecurity. And it comes more like it doesn't don't think it don't have to come from physical abuse. It comes straight from neglect as well. Yeah. Like, man, I have a problem. Well, like cursing. I I try to do an episode with um Don from Concrete and Blossoms. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to curse that much no more. But I come from a cursing family. Yeah. I come from a heavily cursing family, okay? Listen, don't don't curse and have girls because they gonna let you know. No. Don't, don't curse and have a wife that has it and well and i like because and she's right she's absolutely correct but when i curse i'm not cursing at you i'm just cursing but it comes off because i come off if you if you can hear my voice now you can see me i come off sometime as dramatic i come off very you know and i'm like well shit damn and it's like if i'm upset it has nothing to do towards you but just me saying that and you love me and you take my words to heart is you're gonna take it like i'm talking to you and i'm like now nah, i gotta deal with dealing with this and i'm frustrated some more and i'm like stop crying Why the my fuck daughters are up? <laughs> and i am struggling with the fact that i said can you turn that down Hey guys, thank you for listening to Cozy Womb. I had to break this episode, but wait, Ari, I had to break this episode into two parts. So this is part one, and I uh, hope you stick around for part two. Tell them Hi. bye. Tell them bye. Hi. <laughs>